In this episode, I'm going to talk about Married at First Sight, a series on television. I know it's in the New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and probably the US. And I'm going to talk about one of the characters on the Australian one and how I know he's dyslexic. It's a good way of you understanding what uh, it, it means to be dyslexic. Okay, so this episode came about while I was watching the Australian Married at First Sight. I really enjoy seeing the dynamics in the relationships. Um, I know it's pretty staged, but the concept of the show, if you haven't seen it, is they get a bunch of people and they try and use science to match them. Now, you do question if they just want to make interesting, dramatic television, or if they really want to find people happiness. That is definitely a question, but we're not going to answer that one on this podcast. But what I do want to talk about is there's a guy called Mike on the Australian show at the moment. And from the first time I saw him, it was pretty quick to pick that he was more than likely dyslexic. And the question is, how do, how do I know? So... This, this guy is someone who's 45. He's never been in a relationship that's lasted for a long period of time. He's gone from short one to short one to short one. Um, is one quite interesting fact. And that, that alone doesn't, doesn't say you're a dyslexic or not. You could just be that type of person. But the way he acts uh, throughout the show is quite interesting. Um, at the moment, we've learned that he's never been in love and you get the feeling he doesn't actually know what the word love means. You know, he could use it. He sounds very fluent in the way he talks about it. And he can give, he loves giving advice on it, which is another factor. He's a big problem solver. What you find with dyslexics is we're all great problem solvers. So when a problem arises, we can't wait to put our two cents in on the solution. And it can get us into trouble sometimes, is that we, we do say that. And that's a real obvious factor with this guy. What you can also see behind the way he acts is that he, um, he thinks in a different way. You know, the way he looks at everything. You can see he's kind of playing it as a game. The, the person he's with is starting to notice some of these features. Now, I doubt they've got any clue it's dyslexia at all, uh, but he, he overreacts to things. The way he blurts things out um, when he gets agitated and he's not sure what to do, he'll say something stupid. And when he says something, you know, and these things cause huge relationship rifts because um, he's just had kind of a mind break and it's affected him, kind of like I've talked about in other podcasts, and he starts, um, it starts a, it starts a bit of a fight, um, and he's not meaning to do it on purpose, it's just the way his brain works, and the way he's, he's operating, but it's a real obvious thing, the guy comes across really personable, really friendly, um, and that's the way dyslexics can be, we're also fantastic at the start of relationships, when our effort and our focus is on the person we're with, it's usually the most awesome experience. We're probably, you know, I like to think we're three-month wonders. You know, the first three months, they'll have, the person will have the most creative experience, an amazing experience. But we can be very challenged when it falls more into a routine-based relationship, which is what all relationships usually do fall into at some point. Uh, routines take over the conscious act. So while we're conscious, we're brilliant. When we're in routines, we become a little less so and that's a real obvious factor another factor is what he does for work he is an electrician 
what you'll find with dyslexics is there are a lot of tradies that fit the dyslexic mold. They didn't do well at school per se. They enjoy working with their hands and creating things. Um, and you can see that's what he's become. And I'm not saying that's the only reason, but it's, it's pretty obvious. It's another factor in the way he operates. He also, for, for him as well, is he doesn't, he's not very aware of what's going on around him. Um, and you can see it in the way he, he comes across as quite self-centered. Um, and if you've ever been with a dyslexic, you know the selfishness, self-centered side does come out a lot. And without that level of awareness, you can't always bring yourself back from the brink of that uh, before relationships are potentially destroyed. Um, so watching him has been a really interesting feat because you can tell he doesn't, as far as I can tell, he doesn't know he's dyslexic. And even if he did know, he wouldn't realize the way his personality comes across. It's because of dyslexia. And that's the reason I really wanted to bring this up uh, as a case study of real life um, and how dyslexia affects us. And we don't always know it. We don't always realize or even associate it with the dyslexic brain. Because you've got to think, the dyslexic brain brings in different information in different ways, which leads to the way we live our life, the way we react, the way we deal with people in relationships. So if you do get a chance to watch the latest series of Married at First Sight, the Australian one, maybe you've got it on demand somewhere, they seem to make their way around the internet pretty quickly, you'll see this bald guy called Mike. And you'll look at him and you'll think, God, he seems like a nice enough guy. He's a little bit arrogant. But um, if you really start to look, you'll start to see the dyslexic traits I'm talking about. And what I find is sometimes it's easier to notice them in other people rather than yourself. So if you start to look at it from the outside, you can then start to compare where some of those traits appear in your own life. Because when you can start to recognize them, you can start to deal with them. If you can't recognize them or you're completely switched off to the belief that it is in your life or it's affected you in a certain way, you're not going to be able to change. Um, and it's and it doesn't matter what I say to you, doesn't matter what anyone says to you, if you don't make that connection, it's not going to work. And and what we're trying to do here at The Truth About Dyslexia is help people see and become aware of how it's affected them in their lives because it's the only way real change can happen is that understanding or that aha moment where they go, oh, I do that. Or, yeah, I can see that's common. Um, where people go click and, and everything starts to fall into place. Dyslexics are great at solving a problem when they recognize the problem. But we are very, in my opinion, can be quite poor at finding our problems in ourselves. We always look externally and it can be a way we use it to avoid what we're doing. We try and blame other people. Blame is a huge thing. We, we're brilliant at being articulate around turning turning the table and protecting ourselves and making it about someone else. And you'll see that about Mike as well when you watch, if you do get a chance to watch an episode or two, because he really does turn it around on her um, and make it like she's the problem and he's not. And if I've ever seen a thing that destroys relationships, that is it. I've done it in the past and I'm trying to work my way through it. But for a lot of people, they don't see it. And this guy's 45. He's never been in a real relationship and you can see why. So I hope that's been valuable. I know it's a bit of a weird out of the way topic, but it just was weighing on my mind as something that could help my listeners visually see how it works. So do watch an episode or two if you get a chance. It's quite an interesting show in general. 
it's uh, really interesting in the way relationships interact, etc. You know, it's fun to fun to watch other people's lives sometimes. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it, and uh, thank you for listening.